Okay, so let us quickly revise what we learned last week. That we have a father who gives. We have a father who expresses his love in giving. And how does he give? He gives willingly. Do you remember what we did last week? He gives willingly. The next thing is he gives from his substance. He does not gives from the leftover. He gives from his substance. So our father does not only just give willingly, but he gives from his substance and he gives lavishly. He gives tirelessly. And finally, he gives freely. Isn't that beautiful? That our father gives willingly. He gives from his substance. He gives lavishly. He gives uh, freely. And he gives us tirelessly. He never gets tired. So when we have a God who is willing, who has opened up his heart, who has opened up his arms wide open, to give all that he has, what is our response towards such a loving father? What is our response? Think about this. Romans 8 verse 32 says something like this, that if God has given us Jesus, if he did not withhold his only begotten precious son, if he gave us Jesus, then how graciously Will he give us all things? You have a father today who is willing to give you all things. Not something, not few, but all things. He has not just blessed you. He is blessing you and he wants to bless you even more. That's his heart. We have such a loving father. Isn't that amazing? So I just want to begin by saying that we have such a loving father. We have a father who wants to give us so many gifts, so many gifts in the person of Jesus. And the biggest blessing that we have ever received is Jesus. Say with me, the biggest blessing that we have ever received is Jesus. Okay, open your mouth and say, the biggest blessing that I have ever received is Jesus. Amen. Jesus is the complete package of our blessing. So I'm reminded of the story in John chapter 4, when Jesus meets the Samaritan woman, this woman's life is so transformed. Immediately, her life is so transformed that she goes and testifies about Jesus to everyone saying that he is somebody who has shared everything about me. He is somebody who has shared everything about me. Now, if you know the Samaritan woman, she did not have a great past. So she was not boasting of her amazing past. She was boasting of her infirmity. She was boasting of a weakness that Jesus has revealed. But there was something in how Jesus revealed her past to her, which was not condemning, which was not accusation, which was not judgment. And she is testifying of Jesus saying that he is somebody who has shared of my past, who knows everything of my past. And he has said it. Just imagine I, I can't believe anybody from our church ranting away to somebody saying, hey, you know what? That pastor said everything about me. That pastor said what I did last night. That pastor said the bad thought that I had. Nobody gets excited about those things. We don't want, to, we don't want other people to know 
especially our hidden sin we don't want other people to know our you know the wickedness that is inside us but this lady somehow she has an encounter with jesus and she has such a transformation in her heart this lady who wants to remain in the shadows this lady who does not want to encounter with people who always would go out when there's nobody around she was so careful she is so shy she is so sh- ashamed of her and her past this lady goes out and tells people hey here's a messiah who has who has told me everything that i've done so what happened with her what happened to her that her life got transformed instantly now if you read in john chapter 4 verse 10 jesus says something very powerful he says if you knew the gift of god and who it is that is saying to you give me a drink you would have asked him and he would have given you living water if you knew the gift of god if you knew the gift of god and who is talking to you my goodness you would have asked him for so many things see jesus is saying only if you understood the value of god's gift if you understood the value of god's gift and if you understood who i am you would have asked me for far greater things than what you're pursuing right now and i want to say by the holy spirit right now into your life only if you understood the value of god's gift and only if you understood who it is that is giving you you would ask for far more greater things so today's sermon is ask and receive because a lot of times we do not receive because we do not ask and jesus is telling this woman only if you understood the value of god's gift only if you understood the magnitude of how precious this gift of god is and this person who is giving you so if you understood the gift of god and if you understood the giver my goodness you will ask boldly today you will ask boldly today you will not hold yourself you will not hold yourself back in asking big things you will not be shy in asking greater things from god only if you understood god's gift and only if you understood the giver you know when i was growing up i i was very shy in asking even asking my own parents i would never ask them for anything and since i was the older child i feel like there was this sense of responsibility that i had towards the family more than my younger sister so i would see my sister boldly asking for things boldly she would ask boldly she wouldn't care how much money my parents had in the bank account or not she would just ask boldly and me trying to be the responsible brother i would i wouldn't ask i was very shy in my asking the interesting thing is my sister got whatever she wanted and i would never get what i wanted because i never asked and in fact and then i'll get jealous and complain thinking man she's such an insensitive daughter she does not know what our family is going through but the beauty is she asked and she got now see my parents were always limited in their finances and resources but think about this if you can't ask your parents you can always ask your heavenly father who is flowing with unlimited resources with unlimited finances with unlimited blessings 
you can ask him boldly you don't have to shy away just by your asking he is not going to go bankrupt he is not going to go bankrupt so ask boldly ask for bigger things ask for things that you can never ha- you have never imagined before today ask for things that goes beyond your comfort zone ask for things that goes beyond your convenience ask for really big things be bold in how you ask because our father wants to give you everything that he has he will not withhold anything if he has given us jesus he will not withhold anything he will give us all things he will give us all things in jesus so this week i've been learning something that the word receive also means to take in the greek the word receive also means to take so when you ask you have to have an expectant heart to receive to take what god is giving you don't shy away don't have second thoughts don't think are you deserving enough don't think is this prayer big enough or is this prayer small enough you know i'm just saying ask your father you can ask him with confidence don't shy away so that's why you know we emphasize so much on prayer because it is through prayer we ask our father it is through prayer that we take what he wants to bless us see prayer does not define how good or how righteous you are prayer does not define that the righteous how righteous you are comes from your identity in christ it comes because jesus died for you once and for all so prayer does not you know increase your merit or decrease your merit lack of prayer does not decrease your righteousness but we pray so that we can ask and we can take what is ours we can ask and we can receive what god has for us are you listening to this so pray because prayer is a medium where you can ask and where you can receive so today i since so today since you know how god gives right since you know that god gives willingly he gives lavishly he gives from his substance he gives freely and he gives tirelessly tirelessly since you know that our response is to ask james chapter 4 verse 2 to 3 says you do not have because you do not ask think about this james chapter 4 verse 2 to 3 says you do not have because you do not ask and when you ask and you do not receive you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions so most times we do not have it because we don't ask and when we ask we ask wrongly we ask wrongly for spending it on our passions so today i just want to quickly give you you know five parameters on how to ask on how to ask rightly five parameters on how to ask rightly and once you ask from god your father who is in heaven he is willing to lavish these perfect and good gifts from heaven so the first point is ask boldly because you have a good father ask boldly because you have a good father and the verse that i want to share with you is matthew 7 verse 7 to 11 i will read it for you matthew 7 verse 7 to 11 it says ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and it will and it will be opened to you 
for everyone who asks receive and the one who seeks finds and to the one who knocks it will be opened or which one of you if his son asks him for bread will give him a stone or if he asks for a fish will give him a serpent if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your father who is in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him ask boldly because you have a good father ask boldly if your earthly parents could give you good gifts then how much more say with me how much more will he give you good and perfect gifts when you ask him ask boldly see i i'm reminded of the story from the old testament where caleb he's 85 years old think about this he's 85 years old he is old but he goes to joshua and he says give me that mountain because 40 years ago the word of the lord came through moses that this mountain is my inheritance give me the mountain and i will go and drive the giants out from that mountain i will take that mountain and drive the giants out because i had the same strength that i had 40 years ago he had the audacity to ask even when he was old are you listening to this guys he had the audacity the boldness to ask give me this mountain what are you asking god for don't put limits on god god is not going to go bankrupt if you start asking him he loves when his children ask him he loves it because it shows our dependence on him it shows how much we trust him it shows how much we value his giving he loves it he loves when his children ask him but don't shy away ask 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 boldly because you have a good father my second point is ask in faith ask in faith as if you have already received how should you ask ask in faith as if you have already received now the verse that i have is matthew 21 22 it says whatever you ask in prayer you will receive if you have faith whatever you ask in prayer you will receive if you have faith so if you have faith you will absolutely receive hebrews 11 verse 5 and 6 they say that without faith it is impossible to please god because whoever comes to god must believe that he exists so when you believe in a father when you believe in the father who is good who is willing to give you his good and perfect gifts ask him in faith that even before you asked him he has answered your prayer that he is more than willing to bless you mark 11:24 says therefore i tell you whatever you ask in prayer believe that you have received it and it will be yours whatever you ask in prayer believe that you have received it believe guys thank god today for all the blessings that you are asking him thank god that you have that he has already blessed you that he has already answered your prayer see in when jesus 
when he goes to raise Lazarus from the dead, his, he does not pray a big prayer. The only prayer that he prays is, Father, I know I want to give thanks to you because you always hear my prayer. That's his prayer. His prayer was of thanksgiving. See, when you give thanks to God, even before you have seen the result, it is faith. Let me repeat that. When you give thanks to God, even before you have seen the result, it is faith. So thank God today for answering your prayers. Thank God today. Ask big and ask in faith. And thank Him that He has already answered your prayers. My third point is, ask what pleases the Father. This is a bit difficult for those who have come from the grace camp, right? For all of us who, are, who believe in the gospel of grace, it's a little difficult. It says, ask what pleases the Father. And my verse for you is 1 John chapter 3, verse 22. It says, and whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. Say that verse again, 1 John 3.22. Whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. I have another verse in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. It says like this, this is the confidence that we have toward him. This is the confidence that we have toward him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if he knows, and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. So for us to ask in faith, we have to make sure that whatever we ask is something that pleases God. We can't ask for something that harms another child of God. You know, we can't ask from a place of jealousy. We can't ask from a place of envy, which brings harm to somebody else, because that is not the heart of the Father. So when we ask, we have to ask in a way that pleases the Father. See, He wants to bless you. His heart is for you. But we can't just simply ask for our selfish passions. Just for absolutely selfish passions that harm other people. We can't do that. We have to ask what pleases the Father. So understand this, guys, that faith begins with the knowledge of God. Faith begins with the knowledge of God and His will. If you know what God's will is for your life, faith begins there. If you don't know what God's will is for your life, you will not have faith. So if you don't know, or if, you, if you're unaware that God wants to bless you in certain areas, unless you are aware of it, you will not have the faith to pursue it. You will not have the audacity to ask God for that. So you have to know God's will. And when you know God's will, you will ask according to his will. And when you ask according to his will, you will ask him boldly. You will ask in faith. So how to know, how to know if my desires, the desires that I have in my heart, how to know if they are in God's will or how do I know God's will? It's very simple. Through scriptures. First, through scriptures. Second, through intimacy and knowing his heart. 
by knowing him getting to know his heart what his heart says third whatever you ask should bring glory to god whatever you ask should bring glory to god so how do you know if what what we are asking is in god's will there are three ways to know one is it in the scriptures second through intimacy and knowing his heart through this relationship that you have third whatever you ask should bring ultimately glory to him that's why john 14 was 13 to 14 says whatever you ask in my name this i will do this is jesus he says whatever you ask in my name i will do is i will do this so that the father may be glorified in the son why does jesus do whatever you ask him so that the father may be glorified if you ask me anything in my name i will do it so whatever jesus does when you ask him in his name is so that the father will have glory you know that guys that's why we can't ask anything that is contrary to his will that is contrary to his heart so when you ask ask what pleases the lord what brings him glory okay fourth point ask abiding in him what do i mean ask abiding in him see we don't have a god who is like a shopkeeper to whom we go and give all our you know shopping shopping list you know we don't have a fairy godmother who is who is there to just fulfill all our wishes we have a god who is a father and the reason why we ask him is so that he can be involved in our lives why are we asking him so that he can be involved in our life so that we have a relationship with him and in everything that we do we involve him that's why we are asking him so we're not just asking him oh you know because we are entitled and that's why he is meant to do everything for us and then we can go our separate ways no we are asking him so that he can be involved in our life so ask abiding in him ask knowing that you are in relationship with him that's why john 15 16 says you did not choose me but i chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the father in my name he may give it to you see when you ask from a place of abiding in him god wants to bless you so that you can bear fruit so that you can bear fruit and give glory to him so that that fruit in your life will bring glory to god so ask from a place of abiding in other words john 15 verse 7 says if you abide in me if you abide in me and my words abide in you ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you whatever you wish it will be done for you ask abiding in him ask knowing that he is in relationship with you ask knowing that he is in union with you there is absolutely no separation there is nothing that can separate you from god's presence ask because you want to involve god in the minute details of your life if you are the robin let him become the batman of your life ask so that he can get involved see i'll share you a testimony okay i 
I come from an engineering background and most of you know that I have this IT business that I run. I'll tell you, I've been doing this business for so many years now, more than seven to eight years I've been doing this business. And not once I have gone and promoted myself. Not once I've gone and promoted myself to get business. People mostly know me as a worship leader and a pastor, but they don't know that I'm a businessman. They don't know that I'm an IT professional. They don't know that. But I'm telling you, not once in our business, we had to lack. Not once we did not give salaries on time because God is my partner who brings the business. I'm the one who does the technical stuff, but God is the one who gives business. You know, there was a time in my life two years ago when I took up the responsibility of, of, you know, promoting the business. I thought this time I'll promote the business and get more business. You know, what was the result? I got zero business. I tried everything that I knew. I learned how to promote my business. And then one, when I got really extremely tired, I told God, God, this is not my expertise. I love to do coding. I love to do the technical stuff, but getting more business is not my expertise. You are the partner in my life. You are the partner in this business. You bring business. And I'm telling you guys, since then, I have never lacked. I have always got business. No, I, I don't even know from where. I have no idea from where. I get business from US, Europe, people whom I absolutely don't know. They bring me business. Why? Because God is my partner in the business where he brings the business. So what I'm saying is, guys, you know, when you are partnering with God, you know, he wants to, he wants you to enjoy your life in the things that you are good at and you become best at it. And you do it not because you want to make money. You do it because you love doing it because there's a purpose behind it. But in the things that you are really struggling, if you allow God to be your partner, my goodness you will be complete. Whatever area that you lack, whatever area that you lack, he can compliment you. See, it is in the area of your weakness that God's strength is perfected. Let me say this again. It is in the area of your weakness that God's strength is perfected. Involve him today, guys. Because as you involve him today, you will see that fruit is being, is being bearing in your life, that you are bearing fruit. There's fruit coming out unexpectedly through mediums and ways that you can't even think, you can't even contemplate because he can give you more than you can imagine. He can outdo your wildest imagination. Amen. So ask abiding in him. Involve him in your life. The last point is ask till your joy is full. Ask till your joy is full. Don't ask till you have partial joy. Ask, 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 keep asking till your joy is full. John chapter 16 verse 24 says, Until now you have asked nothing in my name. And I want to say this to some of you. Until now you have asked nothing in the name of Jesus. And if this is your case, Jesus is saying, Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Keep asking till your joy is full. 
How will I know when my joy is full? You will absolutely know when your joy is full. There will no, there will be no doubt when your joy is full. So keep asking. I want to challenge you guys. Ask big. Ask for greater things. Ask him because his heart is for you. He wants to give you lavishly. Ask boldly, asking faith. Ask abiding in him. Ask what pleases him, what brings him glory. And finally, ask till your joy is full. He wants to see you joyful. That's why he wants you to ask so that he can bless you till your joy is full. That's the heart of our father. I don't know what is your background today. I don't know what history you have with God, but I can tell you whatever it has been, you can start fresh right now. Knowing that you have a good father, knowing that you have a father in heaven who is mindful of you, knowing that you have a loving father who wants to bless you, who wants to give you everything that he has in the person of Jesus. Knowing that, ask him. Ask him. Ask him. Let it overflow, guys. Ask him. See, he wants you to be a blessing. How can you be a blessing unless you're not blessed? Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. You know why? Because God gives lavishly and he gives freely. He does not put any conditions on his giving. Ask him. You know, I want to read a prayer that Jabez makes. I don't know how you pronounce him, Jabez or Jabez. It's in First Chronicle chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. Just think about it. His name means pain. So when people were calling Jabez, they were reminded of their pain. That's his name. But see what Jabez does. Jabez called upon the God of Israel saying, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my border and that your hand might be with me and that you would keep me from harm so that it might not bring me pain. Jabez makes a prayer saying, God, you bless me. Enlarge my border and that I will not bring pain that the blessings of God will not bring me pain. And you know what God does? He granted whatever Jabez asked. See, Jabez was an ordinary person. Nothing special. He was not born with two wings. He was a very ordinary person living in a very ordinary home. But he had the audacity to make bold prayers. He had the audacity to ask boldly because he believed in the father whom he prayed. And I'm asking you guys, will you make bold prayers today? Will you dream big for whatever God has called you? Will you dream big and you ask God, God, enlarge the boundaries of my vision. Enlarge the boundaries of my dream so that I can be a blessing. I can give glory to you so that my life will be a testimony for who you are. Ask him boldly. Ask him boldly. Because his heart is for you. 
His heart is for you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you that you have given to us this word in such an opportune time as this. And Father, we receive it in faith, knowing that you are a God who gives us freely, who gives us lavishly, who gives us tirelessly, and who gives us willingly. Father, we receive it. And Father, we, we want to ask you boldly in faith for the things that we have never imagined, we have never dreamt of. Because Father, we know that you will outdo our wildest imagination. And I pray today that the spirit of faith will encourage everybody today who's, who has listened to this word. They will be empowered by a spirit, not by might, not by strength, but by the spirit of the Lord. That they will be empowered to make bold prayers like Javes, like Caleb. And possess the mountain that you have blessed them with. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.